What's up? Uncle Marcus. Uncle Hey, what's up, Ava? Who's there? Ava, say, Ava, say, who's that white man? Who's the little Hey. Don't shoot. Hey, look at her. She looks just like Haley. <laughs> look at her. She's so cute. Hey, you know, she don't really look like you, though, man. I don't know. Hey, you're crazy, bro. Look at that red hair. Look at that red hair on my baby girl. Oh, look at her. She's so cute. She looks so, she looks so much bigger, like older now, too. Like She looks like a, like a little person. How old is she? Uh, she'll be five months. Wait, what's today? Oh, she'll be five months tomorrow. Damn. Yeah. Five months. Yeah. You're gonna have round two, or or is it stopping with one? Uh, no, we're gonna have another one. That's right. One that's I'm, right. I'm boy, so we're gonna try to have one more. <laughs> if, if we don't have a boy, then that's it. We'll wrap it up. You're stopping it here. Two knots, huh? That's that's Wait, the risk you take. That's the what? Right, oh, yeah, right, that's right, how many do you have? How many kids? Two. You. Ben's got two. Yeah. Oh, two, got two, twins. two, two. Yeah, I think he's got two. Yeah, he's got he's got two two little two little twin ladies, little little girls. Nice. Yeah. Marcus, what I mean, you got? I mean, you got Rick. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how many do I pay for? How many do I have? You know, sure, right? <laughs> I got that monthly check every month, but uh. Yeah. <laughs> I just damn on that. You got red, you got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got red, alimony, child support. Yeah. I mean, all that. You ain't got no alimony, though. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't conned a woman into marrying you yet. Uh, not yet. Give it time, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's get this thing started, boys. This is uh, off the top. We're dancing with Garcia today. Dancing hey. with Garcia, you know, uh, our 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 you know our fifth horse, our fifth bull. <laughs> Naya couldn't make it today. Uh, he has to he has to shoot. Got to make some money, you know. It's the Rona, so got to make that Don't money. That's the real reason. We postponed <laughs> postponed this shit twice. Yeah, we did. we did. We did. We did. And 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 hey, and full disclosure, he was kind of like. Kind of, he's kind of having some feelings yesterday. Talking about, well, we so we doing this tonight. Uh, we're like, no, we doing it tomorrow. He's like, oh, oh, so y'all know I'm not gonna be able to make it, right? And I didn't want to say nothing, but I was gonna, I was like, I was thinking in my head, like, bro, you made us postpone this last Wednesday because we was we were scheduled to record last Wednesday, and instead of recording, he went to uh, a bar to watch the Laker game. So. He, he and, asked, and try to act like he didn't know the time that we all exactly, talked about. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, exactly. I took Wednesdays off for this, so I can have to here. Exactly. He you asked know, us all, he, what, what do you say? Y'all know, y'all know that it, it, I had to go watch this. Yeah, it's, been a, it's been a fucking decade since the like has been in the <laughs> Well, you can watch that shit at home. Ain't nothing yeah. no different. Shit. Yeah. You can't even go talk to people because of Rona. Like, it's just like being at home. I mean, yeah, so. So I wasn't, so like basically for this course, we just weren't going to wait for him again. Like I couldn't, I can't record tomorrow. I practice. Um, and he's got to, and he's got to make his money, whatever he's got to do is shoot. So that's cool. I'm not tripping about it, but I was like, you know what? Let me bring in my man's rig. Let's get this shit done. Yeah. Let's get this shit handled. And, 
Rick, Rick, Ed, mind Ed you. Ed can't see right now. I'm eating Dodger cake, though. I'm eating a Dodger cake. What were you going to say, Ben? I said, Rick, mind you, this was when he canceled on us. This was, well, not even canceled, when he flaked on us. This was the <laughs> night, night after the debate. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's so why it's a topic. Yep. We was ready to talk. We was ready to start at least thirty minutes on that off top. Like, yep. and then he just like no shows. Oh, I'm, yep. I'm at the, I'm at the, I'm at the bar. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Well, what, what he did? Show? What he did? He no. What he did was he texted he texted Avante like uh, a couple hours before we supposed to get on. He's like, hey, hey, Avante, where you at? Uh, I'm at the, I'm at whatever <laughs> bar this is, the Wilshire Bar or whatever. And I'm like, I was looking at the text like. Nigga, we supposed to be shooting, uh, recording like, a couple hours. I guess we, I guess we're not recording. I knew that. I knew at that point we were not recording. So I didn't even say shit. I didn't even say shit. They talking about, well, I can be home by eight thirty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, man. You you know I'm ready to do this right now. We can do it right now. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, man, yeah, come right. on, boy, shut up. But it is what it is. It is. We we love him and we can't wait for him to come back. But we got a good replacement today in Garcia. He got got the hair, got the same haircut from uh, twelve years ago. Still got that shit working. That's right. That's right. You don't fuck with the classic. You know, you never fuck with the classic. So. <laughs> what Johnny Bravo looking ass, motherfucker? <laughs> I'll be like seventy. If I live to seventy, you will be like, damn, I gotta see what's going on. What's going on? <laughs> uh, and um, also for our listeners, this is gonna be uh, our our baby girl episode because Avante's got his baby girl Ava here on on the the zoom and then ben's two girls gonna be coming in uh pretty soon so we're gonna hear have a lot of voices so i mean hopefully they'll, they'll have, you know what we might even have to go to them for their reactions on, on. Uh, ava better know to keep her mouth shut when daddy says <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding, just kidding people. uh it is yeah. a culture. you gotta watch out you know we, we gotta call cps <laughs> all right well since you since you are our new guest to dances with garcia Garcia, what are what's your reaction to someone's president of the United States getting the Rona? Someone's because he ain't my president. I don't think he's any of our presidents. So someone's president, not our president. What's your reaction to him getting the Rona after all this shit he's been talking? Like, first of all, he said it was a hoax. Then he said it was gonna disappear. Then he said uh, it, it affects virtually nobody. Uh, he said you don't need to wear a mask. And he's got all these, all this misinformation about wearing masks and CDC requirements and stuff like that. And then he comes down with the Rona. Rick Garcia, what is your feeling about that? There is a God. There is a God. I'm going yes. back to church. I believe again. Okay, I fell out of the church, but I believe again. I'm going back. Sunday was my first day back. Things are great, right? I didn't melt. Okay, I didn't melt. Got a little food, you know, they give the body of Christ still. So I got that. You got a little wine in there. Uh, yeah. But no. And Ben's I mean, Catholic too. Ben's Catholic too. <laughs> right? Then, you know, yeah. we talk about Ash, uh, Ash Friday, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just, uh, it's, I wouldn't even say it's karma. It's just expected, right? Like yeah. if you're going to allow all the regulations and all the things you need to do to stay safe, I think what it exposes is that even if you're the president of the United States, that the virus doesn't really discriminate, right? Like yep. if you put yourself out there, you're going to get it. And, uh, you know, obviously he learned the hard way and his staff and all the people around him. But, you know, truthfully, it's like, what do you expect? And so yep. I, I think the key thing here and what I was kind of happy about, like, I, you know, you never want anybody to get it. But when somebody's going to pull out the rules like that, when somebody's going to spread so much disinformation about it, yeah. you know, and then out all these different cures, it's like, A, it serves you right, and then B, for the case that he got, for it to be as bad as it was, 
it's like, well, do you believe in it now? Yeah. Like, do you hey. maybe the last ten months you would handle it differently? Exactly. And 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 the the thing that's crazy to me is that even after the effects of his his coronavirus, you know, um, episode or what well, he's still he's still going through it by the way um he's still got a, this flippant attitude and he's still willing to go to these lengths to lie and send misinformation it's it's it, it boggles my mind how this is reality and how and how people um aren't just super fed up or and then and then you have also the other people who are covering for him and and spreading you know further lies about it and one of the things i was seeing of these i can't remember who was on fox news but they said that this was actually an advantage for for Don now because he has experience dealing with 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 the Rona. Like if then Joe Biden does it, like what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with these people? Shit, he, man. He he is he has spread so much disinformation where his opponents on the internet are like he doesn't even have it. Yes, yeah. yes. Like he's like he doesn't even have it. He's just bunkering down, blah blah blah. He's preparing for X, Y, Z, and it's just like, like when when that when the actual real shit. It wasn't until like he got off of uh, the helicopter and then you know he was breathing hard and heavy in that one video. Is is when people were like, okay, this guy is struggling out here. You know, yeah. So it's to me, to me. I hope he's. I hope he suffers because from what I what I'm reading is that it has an initial flare up and then mm-hmm. it kind of dies down and then it wakens back up again like in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and like he is he is about to be on the like you know about to come up. The pendulum is about to swing over again and then like it's he's about to get the worst of it. Yeah. yeah. So for, what I want to happen is I want him to. To suffer, but I want him to live long enough to lose, and then, and, and then he can die. November fifth, he can Yeah, November fifth, then he can die, and then they can expedite. Okay, let's get Biden in here real quick. So you so you want him want. you want him to be alive to take that L and, and see his yes. reaction, and uh, and then hopefully that 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 L like the the stress of the L will exacerbate the the rona yes. and lead to his death hey i'm cool with that i'll take that yes. shit. <laughs> and then, and then i want every- thing though i want this see I've, I've heard that that take too right like let, let's have him lose and so he's not a martyr or any of that yeah. but i want to take the sure thing because in 2016 <laughs> for example i thought he was going to lose for sure then yeah and you know he ends up winning so this time again i think he's going to lose now but like if there's no a way to have him lose without having to lose, like yeah, yeah. You know, if, if there's a way to have him lose his life before having to lose the election, I'll take that. <laughs> but, but, but did you listen to the latest, Bo? Yeah, I did. But, I did. Like, like he was talking about how you like now is not the time for an unprecedented event. Yes. Yes. You know, yes. Now yes. is not the time for a sitting president to die of sickness. I agree. Uh, it, it, 28 days before an election. And what you know? Bo was saying with, with that would be like just the sheer amount of chaos that that would cause yeah. uh, with when we're going through the Rona and then having to decide who's going to take power um, until the inauguration. And then we have the um, we have what, what's the Supreme Court battle going on and stuff like that. He's yeah. basically saying like, yeah, this is just not, this is a very inopportune time for him to die. Uh, in between the elections. So I, I, and, and unfortunately, like, 
unfortunately for me, because I would love to see this man get get what he deserves and get what's been coming to him for months and actually years now, uh, I would like to see him survive and then hope and will survive for the next month. Then hope and pray that he loses this election because just like just like uh, Rick said, you can't. There's no sure thing in, in politics. There's no sure thing in this election. Um, the, the last election, 2016, Hillary Clinton was up by a favorably uh, a favorably large margin. And so, this time four years ago was when uh, "Grabbing by the Pussy" came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I saw that on, yeah, the, on Twitter. Me too. I saw and that everybody was like, "Oh, it's a wrap." Yep, yep. it's Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the Russian, and then the Russians came through, and and they yeah. served that thing up on a platter for the mans, and and yeah. now we now we've been in this hell for four plus years, and you know it's uh, I I was talking to I can't I think I think I was talking to y'all yeah I did I was talking to you guys I was telling you like the end I, I told Rick the same thing like the last four years I've, I've been I've had this mild low grade just like uh, uh, Michelle Obama said I've had this low grade depression. And it's um, everything that we've been experiencing it and with this and with Donald Trump and with the country and racism and everything, it's really like lowered my mood. Um, and I had done so many things to kind of grow as an individual, as, as a person traveling and stuff like that. And I, I swear to God, I, this last four plus years has set me back hundred percent. Like it's, it's been really, it's been really stressful and really disappointing to see where we are now as Americans. Like we've handled this coronavirus worse than anybody in the world. Um, the breakout, just, just the outbreak in the White House, it was more drastic than what, what went on in Japan, what went on in New Zealand, you know, most places like that, yeah. <clears throat> that place is like, what happened in the White House is like what happened in Outbreak with the Outbreak Monkey and shit, where they had to quarantine the whole town. Like they should have just quarantined the whole White House and just put everybody out. And and actually, I think what happened um, is actually a good timing too, because with the Supreme Court nomination and everything, people that might have to go on hold. Um, I know Don was tweeting yesterday that he wanted to put um, a pause to legislation for, for Rona assistance or Rona aid, and then the stock market plummeted and then he had to be like okay no no let's not do that let's let's get some aid packages out there we can put the supreme court i don't think he said it put it on hold or anything like that but he's just uh, he's just terrible man avante avante what you think about the, what the president or somebody's president getting the rona what do you think what does ava think he on mute he can't even hear me no. <laughs> <laughs> he's over here smiling <laughs> She's crying. She's crying. She's yeah. like, All right, we'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. <laughs> she, yeah, no, nobody does. Nobody does. Hey, but, if, there if there ain't nothing, Trump is only beholden to to um, Putin and the stock market. Oh man, like, like, those are the only two things he he he. Uh, yeah, mainly the stock to. market too. And wait, yeah. Garcia, who who was it that came out the other day? That said that he was uh, that he was basically a Russian agent. It was one of the the one of the previous uh, national oh, security advisors. McMaster, right? McMaster, McMaster, yeah, McMaster. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 But it, the the thing that's so interesting, and this is where I'm like, what is he doing? So you know, you're down close to double digits, or in some polls, even more than double digits in the polls. You know that you care about the stock market. You know that this stimulus is probably your last chance to have a signature win. You have the Democrats that are willing to come to the table and actually they want to spend more. 
And he's like, nah, we're not going to negotiate until after the election. It's like what he's trying to do is say, look, vote for me and we'll get all this passed. But what people realize is that if you vote for Biden, they're going to pass it and they're going to pass even more and it'll be yeah. better for workers and all of that. And so yep. when he said that, I was like, what, what is he doing? And then, as you mentioned, a couple hours later, he's like, we need to pass the $1,200 piece right now. We need the airline <laughs> piece right now. I want. And it's like, did you think about this? Now it looks like, by the way, he owns this, right? Like before this, Pelosi was in trouble because her, her, her caucus wanted her to pass something, even if it was, if it was a slimmer bill. So some parts of the caucus did. Um, but now Trump's like, no, we're walking away. We're not negotiating. He puts his name on it and now he owns it. And it's like, he, yep. is he trying to lose? Well, so, so, so I was thinking about this. I think I think this plays a role, right? Because what he what he wanted them to put it on pause for was so they can concentrate on confirming the Supreme Court nominee, right? And what I'm thinking is is because his his whole tax thing is still up in the air, and he's gonna have legal battles after if if he loses, he's gonna have legitimate legal battles where he will where he's gonna be facing time in prison, right? So and and and, and I think a lot of that. Um, is gonna probably gonna go to Supreme Court because they're gonna fight it, fight it, fight it, battle, battle, go to Supreme Court, right? So I'm thinking what he's trying to do is kind of save himself in the future by by getting his his chick in there, and and stacking the court in his favor because he's that'll be three three Supreme Court justices that will vote for him for sure for, for the most part, and then you got you know you got that coon um, Clarence Thomas in there already, and then uh, uh, <laughs> and then the other fool's gonna vote. Uh, Roberts will probably vote for him, uh, vote in his uh, rule in his favor. So what I'm thinking that he's trying to just set up his his basically his get out of jail free card and damn damn the economy, damn damn the American public because all he thinks about is himself anyway. So that's what I was thinking today. Actually, I was thinking didn't, about didn't John didn't John McCain do some kind of shit with like when he was running against Obama about like like well. I, I have a plan for X, but if I won't let y'all know until y'all <laughs> vote for me. Am I misremembering that? Like, uh, it I'm sounds familiar. Because I, I remember like there was some kind of plan for something that was like <laughs> vital to what was happening at the time. And then I John McCain said it was like, I, like oh, I have a plan, but y'all have to vote for me. So for, <laughs> in order for me to enact, I'm not just going to give it out there. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, what kind of shit yeah. is this? So it was right before the first debate. And so Bear Stearns had failed. Lehman Brothers had failed. The stock market had crashed. We had, you know, we were in a catastrophe, almost a financial meltdown. And what happened was McCain suspended his campaign. And he was like, I need to be in Washington to focus on the recovery. And so it was this weird moment. Like, is he going to show up to the debate? Is he not? And they ended up, uh, Bush ended up bringing him and, and Obama into the White House. And in those meetings, Obama actually sort of ran those meetings, even though he wasn't the president. Mm -hmm. And so people look, were looking at that like, well, he's acting presidential. And if you remember at the time, it's weird to think about now, 12 years later, but if you remember at the time, one of the biggest knocks on Obama was his lack of experience, right? Yes. He was the first term senator. He had been a state senator, a community organizer. And so, you know, he comes and steps into this moment and embraces it. And people were like, he's actually doing better than those in office. And so, yes. yeah, I think that might've been what it was been, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. And, 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 uh, that what you said that John McCain said and what he did that sounds 
way more similar to what something that Don has been doing for the last four years. You know, we need to get rid of uh, uh, Obamacare. And I got this, I got this amazing, just the, the best healthcare plan ever. Coming and out I, in two I, weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every time it's always coming out in two weeks. <laughs> in two weeks. I got something coming out in two weeks. <laughs> it's the strongest plan though. It's the strongest plan. Yeah. <laughs> never thought it was possible. Many didn't Bro. think it was possible. Bro, it's crazy. Like he's he is like hustle man to the ten thousandth degree, and he just keeps getting over on these people, man. Racism, racism is a hell of a drug, man. When you when you are, these people can't be this stupid, but their racism allows them to believe some some the most outlandish shit that's been coming out this man's mouth for going on five years, and it's it's crazy to me. It's it's very <laughs> it's the it's the allegiance to whiteness. Yeah, yeah. It's white, it's, white, Don, Donald Trump represents the last vestige of whiteness before the minority population out percentages is whatever white people yeah. in the nation. So yeah. that's like Donald Trump is like the last grasp for you know white people to to hold on to their whiteness. Yeah, hold on, their hold on to leave it to Beaver times you know, before <laughs> yeah. before yeah. it turns into you know a bunch of blacks and Mexicans. You know well, so. Uh, Rick, who who was it that said uh, convince any white man that just pull Lyndon, that up? I just Lyndon, pulled Lyndon, that quote. Lyndon, up. Say it, say it. Go ahead and say Lyndon it. B, was it? Yeah. Lyndon B. Johnson. Yeah, exactly. LBJ. Yeah. He says con, um, convince the lowest white man that he's better than the best colored man, and then he says, um, and he'll if you convince the lowest white man he's better than the best colored man, he won't notice you're picking his pocket. Hell, give him somebody to look down on, and it'll empty his pockets for you. Boom. And that's exactly yeah. what's going on right now. hundred percent. Who's putting the quarters in the machine? These are the people. Like, <laughs> yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, more, more, more. And, two and, weeks. Two and weeks. you, and, and, and the, this stems from, this goes, I think Donald Trump, I mean, he, he's an idiot. He's a, he's a, he's a real stupid person, but he's a, he's a supreme con man, narcissist, and, you know, just a hustler. I think he understood that quote. He probably read that thing. Well, he can't read. He probably had somebody read that to him over and over again because his first comments when he came out after he um, declared that he's going to run for president was talking about Mexicans are coming over here. They're taking our jobs. They're raping people. They're drug dealers and blah, blah, blah. He, that was, the, that was the, the population that he decided to vilify. And that's what, got, that's what built, basically built up that groundswell. And right after I heard that shit, I was he like, okay. A, he did a very clever thing with attacking all minority groups except black people yes yes straight on yeah because if you if you hit black people directly that's automatic racism yeah like he hit yeah. he hit hispanics he hit mm -hmm. arabs muslims yep he, he had a whole different yeah you know but he didn't attack black people straight up and then because, when he was asked about black people he's like okay what else do you have to lose <laughs> you guys are living in, in filth you might as well vote for me. You know, like, <laughs> I'll get this country back. Like, you know, yeah. so I thought, like, I, I peeped game from the start. And I was like, okay, that's... Me too. Like, if you, if you say some shit on, on some, some, some Barry Goldwater shit, 1967 <laughs> Richard Nixon shit, that's automatically red flag. So he avoided that from the start. But he was yeah. attacking everybody else except black, black people. Well, because that's the thing. In America, people don't understand racism outside of white and black. If, yeah. if you, you know, you can say that shit about Mexicans. You can say that shit about uh, Muslims and stuff because Muslims, they bombed our, they bombed the, the towers yeah. in 9-11. So we can say that shit about them. And, yeah. and Mexicans, I mean, 
that there's Mexico. Go back to Mexico, right? It's right there. So you can say that shit about them, but the the history of racism and slavery in America go, it goes to the point where you people think that there's the only racism that there is is white to black. Yeah. So it's 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 crazy. And, and he played on this like the poor the poor person or the person that hasn't seen a lot of investment in the Midwest that's losing yeah. their factory jobs or losing um, you know jobs being outsourced to China or, or to Mexico or to wherever else. And to them, they see immigrants coming in and like taking their jobs, even though that's yeah. not really what's happening, but that's no. what they're saying. And so they're like, yeah, like I am, like they're xenophobic. They're like, yeah, I don't want these people taking my job. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's like, ugh. even though, even though he outsources all his products to China, um, most of his workers in his, his, yeah, are in, in his golf courses or golf clubs are all, you know, Latinos or whatever and whatnot. Like, he it's crazy and so i don't know if you guys heard over the weekend um don jr actually wanted to hold an intervention to kind of you know yeah to kind of you know kind of combat the way that he was acting all crazy when he was in walter reed but um ivanka and and, and kushner was like nah 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 we gotta let this man gotta let this man cook <laughs> let don cook <laughs> And they're like the face, though. They're like, they remember when, when, when he just got elected and people were like, well, Ivanka will save us. Like, she'll yeah, be she's yeah, worse. He's like a nice boy, you know? Yeah. And, but they're like, I mean, they're, yeah, they're like, they're almost more dangerous because they're the ones that are actually, you know, driving a lot of the policy. It's like, well, so yeah, so Ivanka's, Ivanka's worse. Like, she, I think she's like, a, she's just as evil, if not more evil than Don. And then Kushner, he's, he, is in so much debt, his family's in so much debt, and they're just, his family is just a criminal empire anyway, where he was just totally in it for himself. Like, he shouldn't even have a security clearance. He lied about security clearance and everything. Like, he shouldn't even be there. And all he's doing is making deals to save his family and, and make his family more wealthy, which that's all Don's doing too. But it's, it's, it's wild, man. It's wild, it's, it's wild in the streets. You're, oh, but Garcia, your man's uh, Stephen Miller. He got the Rona too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been waiting, man. I've been waiting. So they did the debate prep, right? There were eight people in the debate yeah. prep. So it was, you know, they started kind of going Just through Steve. it. And the, the last one standing, Stephen Miller, Rudy, Rudy uh, Giuliani, Chris Christie, and then um, Hope Hicks? the other Miller, Jason Miller. Oh, Jason Miller. So, okay. Uh, Christie gets it on Saturday. I was like, wow. And he's on the right away. He has asthma and all that bullshit. And then I was like, fuck, man, no Rudy or Stephen Miller? Yeah. And then, Marcus, you, did you, you hit me with that one. I think you broke that one. Too. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. I hit yeah, you with yeah, that, like, with the Twitter. <laughs> well, the funniest thing was that Rudy, Rudy was on Fox News or whatever as hell, coughing up a storm, trying to, like, trying to hold it all in. I'm like, this man's got the coronavirus. You know what I'm this shit? <laughs> he was at a fundraiser yesterday without a mask. He was literally hosting a fundraiser, no mask. They had pictures of it. And it's like, but that, so that's the weirdest thing, though. These people are willing to, like, like I guarantee you, if Trump was like, hey, I'm going to hold a rally today, that there would be enough people there to fill the room. And you're like, oh, for sure. Who are they? Like, who, what? what kind of one, of these, one, of these, one of these people need to die. I'm not joking when I say this. <laughs> one of the, like, because it, because right now it's just coming off as like a common cold. One of these people needs to like put on, be in the ICU and die. Yes, yes. Kane though, you know, when Kane died a few months back, I yeah. thought that that would be the one, because he was at that rally in Omaha. And I thought that might be the one where now it's like, okay, this is real. 
and nope. nobody talked about it. It's so, you know, it's, Trump, well, hey, Trump, hey, Trump, Trump train ran over that cor- that corpse. Oh, Bro, God. they didn't even say shit about that. that corpse. Yeah. Well, the, the funniest thing too is about the debate, and we'll we'll get to this debate soon in a second. But when when Don brought it up, like, yo, the, my campaign hasn't affected anybody negatively. Um, well, all my my rallies haven't. And and Biden doesn't bring up damn fucking Herman Cain. Like, what the hell's your problem, bro? Yeah. He died. <laughs> the motherfucker died. <laughs> Biden is playing, playing with these soft gloves, man. Bro, Shit, man. oh, Come we on. didn't even talk him. The, I was furious. I was absolutely furious when they decided to to take down their negative ads against Donald Trump during this time. Yeah. I was absolutely furious. I thought that was the, the worst, most terrible move you could make. Because this man, he wouldn't have done the same for one. Oh, and then no he would have run ads about it. Oh, for sure, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and then at the t- at the same time, they were still running, and they even came out and had a, a press release saying, "No, we're not going to start running our damn ads against the, uh, Joe Biden." Like, right. fuck that dude. <laughs> That's basically what they said, and he's over here. Well, you know, we and you know, this doesn't surprise me though because Biden has a history of sucking up to segregationists. You know what I'm saying? So this does not surprise me at all. It, it actually uh, infuriates me. Yeah, it's are back up today. You know, they're back up today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Today they, sometimes, sometimes you just gotta, like, if, you, if you're if you in a dirty fight, you just gotta get yep. dirty. You gotta, what, what did Nam say? Cut. Twist that dick? You gotta, you gotta <laughs> twist that <laughs> dick. Twist that dick. Do you remember Rocky V, where he's training Tommy Gunn and they end up fighting in the street at the end? No. Oh, man. Y'all don't remember it? Well, I remember Rocky one, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, Rocky five. Well, he's training this one. It's like it takes place in like ninety three, ninety four, whatever. Uh-huh. And there's this, this is guy from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Tommy Gunn. Yeah, the- I remember that. Uh, and Rocky, and everything has the same kind of you know uh, flair and shit. And then he gets encountered by this um, Don King character. Okay. Who takes him from Rocky and like uh, they, yeah. they go to the I remember that. Top. Yeah. So so then like the money and the fame and the women, they like it it, it engrosses uh Tommy Gunn and he becomes this, you know, this this bigger character who Rocky doesn't recognize anymore. And they have this climactic scene at the end of the movie where they're in the bar and they face off and they go outside and they start fighting. And they start I do remember that. I do remember that. They start street and it, it like it, at first it was like, you know, boxing and Rocky realizes you know, I, I can't really hang with them boxing, but I I gotta turn up the notch and fight dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To win this shit, I say all of that to say this: like, if you're in a fight and you're rolling in the mud with Don, like with Donald Trump, you gotta go all the way. Yep. There, ain't, there is no sportsmanship in this. Exactly. No holds barred, man. Yeah, no holds like, barred. You, you gotta no putting pause on ads. You yep. paying for the money anyways. Run them shits. We'll see this. What's a uh, Rick? What's old boy? Um, I think he's a California uh, congressman. Uh, he went to Stanford. That was running for president. What's his name? Uh, the black dude. Uh, In for the uh, Gar- no Corey, Corey Gar- no yeah Cory Booker Cory Booker or Booker yeah Booker, Booker yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so when he was running you know obviously he's a black man so I was like okay let me let me see what he's talking about let me see what he's up to and then this man comes out talking about. I'm I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be above the fray and I'm not gonna get into verbal altercations with this man. I said, Nah, man. I, n- next, I ain't trying to hear from this dude because he's a, he's too soft. Donald yeah. Trump will eat this man alive. No that, fucking way. 
his love that, campaign. I remember, yeah. That uh, um, <laughs> when we go low, yeah, low, we go high with yeah, low, nah, fuck that. Michelle Obama, Fox, Fox, <laughs> get that, get get that, that shit, shit out of here. Hey, they had to abide by that because you can't be the first black family in the White House. Yeah, you know, with smear campaigns and shit. Yeah, but like, you know, it's it's a new age. You got you yep. gotta. Like what took place afterwards is, you know, you, know, you got to play by different rules now. So you gotta- wait, wait, I think we got, I think we got our man's back. Avante. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So give us, give us a brief synopsis of what you think about, uh, about Don getting the Rona. Uh, the chickens come home to roost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Chickens come All home to roost. Chicken. Is right? Is that reference right? What the- you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, uh. I want him to survive so he suffers this last each and every single day, hour, minute uh, up until this election. Yes. Um, and then I want him to haul off to jail a week later. But oh, man. the chicken have, chickens have come home to roost. I, I love, love it. it. I love, I, I, I some, I'll wake up in the morning and just watch him <laughs> suffering to breathe uh, when I get out of bed, when he, uh, when he does his, after his presidential landing. I just watched that thing and he's he's wheezing and yeah. <laughs> I mean it's fucking beauty. I fucking love it. I, I was laughing. Like, <laughs> me yeah. too, man. I was laughing uh, my ass off. But yeah, and, and it's like dominoes, just one by one they they're getting it. And um, <laughs> but it, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter that somebody's gonna come up with that excuse. Well, you know they fucking um, them fucking I, I don't know what Trump they got it, but they're they're gonna survive and it's okay. They didn't have to wear a mask. They finally got it after this much time. And it's gonna be okay. They six months without a mask, and he finally got it. So it's okay. We don't have to. They're gonna. They're gonna think whatever they can think of. Well, well, when you were taking care of Ava, I made up. I made the point where they were already on Fox News saying that that Don had an advantage now that he's had experience dealing with COVID or dealing with the Rona, and Joe Biden doesn't. <laughs> they said that shit on TV. <laughs> they said that shit on TV, man. And I, I just got this uh, update from uh, the Huffington Post. Trump has received top-notch care in his personal fight against the coronavirus, including treatment that would have cost everyone else a hundred grand, and he paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in federal taxes <laughs> in two thousand sixteen. I, I read something about one of the, one of the experimental vaccines that he got, or, or cocktails they called it, quote unquote. Yeah, had stem cell research. Yes, yeah, they, they had stem cells in there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's so it's like so. This is another point to. A lot of the single-issue voters who are talking about, you know, pro-lifers, pro-life, yeah, who are against stem cell research, their furor is getting saved by uh, the thing they, they the, the one thing they say they, they you know, they, they aborted babies by aborted yeah. babies. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes full circle. It's all full circle. Always, <laughs> always. Here we are. Yeah. They, and always. the thing is, and the and the thing is, even if you would have told Don, like, yo. These, this has stem cells in it, aborted babies, you know what I'm saying? This is against pro-life. He would say, fuck these people. I don't give a shit about them. Give me that shit so I can survive. He wouldn't give mm-hmm. one fucking, oh, he's the worst. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, check this out. We got the, we got the fake ads coming. We got to get this money. Um, you know, we've been off for a week, almost week and a half, so we got to get this money. Uh, we're going to come back for this next segment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you guys the new link. All right? All right. Later. All right. Halfway. Benny. Hey, hey, what's up? Which one that is? Which one is you? Hey. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Is Ava there, Avante? Uh, Ava. Here. 
Wanna see Ava? Oh, hey girls. Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, oh, look at Ava. Ava got Ava Haley. What's up? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, look at the girl. I just saw them down the bottom. Hi, girls. Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. How was the zoo? Look at Garcia. Yeah. Uh, no, I look like a baby too, right? Yes, you do, baby. Nah, G. man. Hey, he looks, no, nah, he, he's gained some weight. Look at his face in there. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So let's, let's, let's get into this thing real quick. This, uh, this debate, the, or the, should we call it the debacle? You know what I'm saying? That was just terrible. Garcia, what, what's your thought about that? Because I know you're a big debate person. Like tonight, you're getting ready. You got your wine. You got all your, your, your stuff tonight for the debate, the vice presidential debate. So what was your thought on the presidential debate? What a fucking, what a debacle, right? I think that, I think a couple of things, right? One, I think it was his strategy going in, which was if he continually interrupts Biden, one of two things will happen. One is Biden will lose his cool, which he's known to do. Uh, specifically, if you like insult his family, and he obviously did that as, as bad as you could. Yeah. Um, and two is to try to force them into like a senior moment, because for months before they were painting Biden as having dementia, and he doesn't really know where he's at, and you know his his handlers are kind of keeping him up, and he's reading off of teleprompters. And so I think what Trump was trying to do is by continually interrupting him, Biden would lose his train of thought and yeah. like after those moments. Yeah. But Trump, and actually, I think that, you know, Biden's not a great debater, right? And I think Trump actually, early in the debate, had kind of thrown Joe off. And Joe, Biden was kind of like, this is not productive and what's going on. And had, had Don just kind of stepped back and then, you know, allowed Joe to speak a little bit more, then, you know, maybe we would have had a moment or two or his campaign would have had a moment or two that they could have put in ads and all that. But like, I think what really ended up happening is he turned off a ton of voters that were like, I can't deal with his shit for four more years. Yeah, yeah, Middle yeah. Middle voter seniors, they're like, this dude is interrupting somebody that looks like me, that's my age, right? <laughs> and like, I hate people that do that as a senior citizen and the fucking president's doing that. So I think it completely backfired. And I think you're seeing that in polls now that have really shifted to Biden over the last week or, or 10 days. Um, and I think it's a lot of reason because of that, so. So, so what you're saying is his tactic actually worked at the beginning. But he didn't. He didn't give it space or room to breathe. Right. He just kept doing it and doing it and doing it, which is you know indicative of what he's always done. Like he doesn't. He, he ain't got no chill. He just keeps fucking. He's a habitual line stepper. Yeah, and I wouldn't say that it necessarily worked to begin with, but I think that it clearly had thrown Biden off to begin okay. with. Like his answers early on weren't necessarily crisp mm -hmm. to the point where I was like, Jesus Christ! Like you mentioned it, right? Like you know has coronavirus, coronavirus hasn't affected anybody around me. And it's like, no, Joe, you got to say like, what about the 200,000 people that died? What about Herman Cain? Yep. What about the 7 million people that contracted it? What about the 10 million people that don't have jobs? But instead of getting into that, he was just like, he didn't really know what to say. He couldn't form a sentence really. Cause yep. I think he was continually interrupted. So yeah. um, a big, a big miss from Trump in, in my view as a candidate that was behind by, you know, five to 10 points depending. Yep. I totally agree. Avante, what's your thought about it? Did you watch it? I did watch it. Um, 
I think this was the, the best example of even all four years we've known Trump to be a, a bully, if you would say. Yeah, yeah. But it was on the national stage for people to actually see and witness. And it, I mean, obviously, like Rick said, it rubbed a ton of people the wrong way. Um, and nobody likes a bully. So mm -hmm. just seeing that, like everybody knows he is, and oh, he does this, and we, we've heard he's done this, we've heard he's done this, but it's never on camera for, for, for a fucking hour straight. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. Um, so because of that, yeah, I think like, and like, like Rick pointed out, there, was, there were chances for him to, to say something, um, I guess, good for his campaign, but he didn't. He fucked everything up and kept fucking it up. And then just being the bully just exacerbated the, the whole issue. So. I'm, I mean, I'm fucking cool with it, obviously. Me but, too. Um, but yeah, that, that's what I think. Nobody likes a bully, and obviously, um, it's come to the forefront now. People don't actually see it firsthand live on TV for an hour straight. So that's what kicked us in his ass. And, and the, so the funny thing to me is that, you know, so we just talked about his uh, debate prep team, you know, Stephen Miller, uh, Rudy <laughs> Giuliani, Hope Hicks. Uh, Chris Christie. Yeah. yeah, Chris Christie, all sitting in that room getting the Rona, just trying to, just telling this man, interrupt as much as you can, be a big as asshole as you can, and, and just try to throw him off. And that's all they did in this room for an hour long. Like, I guess he got there like at two, it went on at six, so like four hours just sat in this room talking shit to this man and getting the Rona to just to tell him to, to, to interrupt. They, they, they skipped the test. He got, yeah. he, got in, yeah. he got in as late as possible so that he could skip the yep. the, the, the gentleman handshake chat test that they were supposed yep. to have. And he just walked on in there. Well, they, 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 cause I think. Gentleman's agreement. Is what I'm yeah. Say. I think it uh, came out that, that he already knew that he was exposed at that time, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. He was yeah. feeling yeah. symptoms, they were saying on Tuesday. And they wouldn't say when his last negative test was. The thinking is that he wasn't tested by then and potentially because he was feeling symptoms. You know, and even when he got tested, he went on Fox News and he said, we're going to get my test results later on tonight. He already knew he had it at that time. So that's the problem. You can't trust anything that comes out of this White House. Exactly. So they just lie. No trust whatsoever. But, yep. you, you know, you got to think about, like, who's he trying to win over? Like, where's the gap, right? Like, who's moved to the, to the left? from 2016 so like suburban white women mm -hmm. you know seniors and is that type of behavior that he exhibited at the debate is this no mask behavior is that going to turn seniors who are the most vulnerable population and who don't like to be talked over in his yeah. corner is that going to turn suburban white women to be like this is a great example for my children i want him <laughs> for my president who's yeah. running this campaign that's it that's the thing like all his campaign managers are are, are now com almost convicted or accused criminals. Like the the, the Pascal dude, he's a criminal. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he defrauded that the campaign. Yeah, and he's got and he's got the Rona too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, this is the the biggest like ah, it's the biggest fucking joke ever. Ben, did you watch the the debate? What do you think about it? I did. I man, people were turned off, but to me, <laughs> I it. It was as expected. Yeah. He knew that, no, in 2016, when he was having a debate with Hillary, um, and Hillary tried to stay above the fray, and it backfired. Like, like I knew that you know, it had to, Biden had to get in, you know, down and dirty, and it had to be what it was. Yeah. You know? And if there are more debates, they're going to be more, much more like them, too. Trump is going to come in in soft but it's eventually gonna end up just like the last one where they're just talking over each other and he's trying Ooh. to one up them 
and the it's in his nature. And then, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't yeah. know any other way. He doesn't know any way. Like that's that's how he came up in every aspect of his business life, in his you know professional showbiz life, and now you know political career. There's no. Well, it's, I think it's, it's also it's also like not surprising of what he tried to do in, in the debate because he doesn't actually have any policies to yes. to even argue about. Like he has no ideas, mm-hmm. he has no policies, he has no, no. he has no experience no. in this in this arena. He has nothing to stand on. He has no let to stand on. So that's that's why his strategy was just to fuck everything up because he doesn't even he he can't add anything substantial or of substance to that type of environment. Like he has no skills. He has it, it was it was like what I was trying to tell you guys, what I do when I don't know something. <laughs> so when I don't know anything, I'll just be like, yeah, we have a lot of those things. Or like, oh, those guys over there, man, they're good. Like, I don't know their names. I don't know, like, I just, if I don't know shit about his topic, I'll just be very fucking vague. And he, he, all he does is become vague with everything. Yeah. And it's, it's fucking hilarious. I'm like, oh, I do that same shit. I know exactly what he's doing right now. So, he becomes vague and he, and he deflects. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's all about deflection, a deflection game. Marcus uh, knows about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so the the big thing that came out of the debate though was when was when um was was it, was it Wallace Chris Wallace? He asked he asked Don if he would um if he would disavow white supremacists and white nationalist groups, and Don's dumbass talking about stand back. What? I, well, no, he said, but first he said, like, who, what? Like, I don't know who these people are. Who, who are the Proud Boys? What were you talking about? And then they'll, and then he's like, oh, well, they said, okay, well, the Proud Boys or whatever. And he's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, um, all I can say to them is just, uh, you know, stand, stand by and uh, stand back and stand by. And like, what? Like, bro, bro, like, that was the easiest layup. All he had to say was, like, yo, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with these dudes. I don't know who they are. I don't fuck with them. You know, but what does he say? He says, stand back and stand by. That's like, that's basically like, yo. It's I mean, a call to action. It basically, basically. I'm your leader. I'm your leader. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll instruct you what to do. It's not denouncing white supremacists. Like white supremacism is bad. Okay, cool. Like that's easy to say. Instead, he's speaking to his people, right? It's yep. wild. And then immediately after, you know, they have the patches that say stand back and stand by and on these internet forums are all like excited about Trump. Yeah, they changed their Instagram uh, to that to that quote and stuff like that and put it around a seal and shit like that. Like it's like it's like the side check being mentioned in public. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, that's me. That's me. They were actually so like no. after it came out, like the the founder and just the whole bunch, like in their group chat and their racist group chat, they were just like, "Yo, the president shouted this out. Yo, we like we we beg now. We doing shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like BX. You know, like it's it's oh man. I I thought I thought that that was appalling, but just just days later, like it took him three basically it took him three days to to try, kind of try to clean it up. I think he said. Uh, I, I disavow, you know, white nationalists and white supremacy, blah, 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 blah. But the damage had already been done. Like, these people are getting ready to go to war. Um, and, and, then, and then you have a whole group of, a uh, whole segment of people that are okay with, with what he said as well. Like, there's nobody, I mean, people in CNN and NBC and stuff like that, they were like, yo, that's terrible, terrible, terrible. But the Fox News crew, they're like, 
young. This is part. This is part for the course. Like we, whatever, man. And like proud boys, yeah, man. Your motto. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not American <laughs> first anymore. Stand back and stand by. I was like, wait, they changed that already. The crown thing. <laughs> Yeah, I think the, I think I might be in a mon- minority here, but I think the the thing he said that was worse than that was telling those people to stand watch at like polls. Yeah, the polling place. Yeah, yeah, that's like voter intimidation shit. So yeah, uh, I mean, to me that was yeah. like, uh, yeah. were you trying to have conflict on November third? Basically, right. so so yeah. the, if there so there was a, I think I don't know if it was in Virginia or wherever they had the early early voting. And there were actually uh, Trump supporters out there that were blocking the entrance to, to go vote. And yeah. that, that's basically what he's trying to have these people do. Like th- this, whole, um, this whole myth of voter fraud that they brought up in 2016, they've been, going, they've been planting these seats for four years. So yeah. now, now it's just boiled to the top. And now they're asking people to go out and basically keep people from voting, to keep people to keep the most disadvantaged people from voting too. That's what they really, 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 really want. Uh, Garcia sent me a thing yesterday that said like, what, what was it? One, only 1% of the 1.4 million um, in, in Florida who were given the right to vote after, you know, their felonies, uh, felon, felons, former felons, or sorry, felons were given the right to vote in Florida. It's like only a small percentage of them actually did that. Well, that's because uh, the governor DeSantis basically passed a poll tax where, you, where they had to pay all the restitution to even be eligible to vote. So you can, they can register, but if they vote and they haven't paid the restitution, that's actually a crime. Can, yeah. yeah, they can get their ass tossed back into jail. So the, basically all they're doing is just putting all these different hoops in place to get, keep, keep people from voting. And it's crazy. Like DeSantis did that and Don's saying, hey, I need all my people, I need all my white supremacists to go to the polls and keep people from voting. And this is America. There, there is one interesting thing. Um, I guess it's, it's neither Democratic or Republican based, but a lot of felons don't know that they can actually vote. Like, um, so I think Snoop, for the first time ever, he voted. He didn't know he could vote because he is a felon, but he had an opportunity to actually vote for his first time. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, I think if anybody has a computer with them, look it up really quick. But yeah, I think he was able to vote for his first time or it was some yeah, rapper. But I saw that too. Yeah, there's like so in, information. Like they didn't know they could do it. Like, so. Was it, I, wait, I, is that a recent? Is it so in California, yeah. former felons can it's, vote in California? It, it, it might be, I don't know the, the, the logistics of it, where it's at, but I just, I do know that it was like, yeah, I was a felon. I didn't know I could vote. And then I actually found that I could actually vote and did it. So nice. Cause well, yeah, cause um, that's, that usually goes state by state. Right. And in yeah. Florida, in Florida, they couldn't. So that they have the state yes. laws where if you're felony, you couldn't. I thought that that was the law here in California too, but I guess they, may, they must have uh, changed that recently. That's same, cool. they, they, same thing with Michael Vick. Like he's a felon oh, yeah. because of all that dog fighting stuff. And like they had a camera crew follow his, his process of, you know, paying like he actually has the funds to pay the restitutions to restore his voting rights but he was yeah. like jumping into this nonprofit to help other felons you know vote yeah. and then and what's his name mayor bloomberg in new york city was paying off however many hundred thousands of dollars yeah to, well, yeah so he, he was going to he was going to pay off and that was for the florida voters and then the some people in florida were like that's actually against the law and then Trump started tweeting that, that like, you know, they're breaking the law because they're paying this felon, you know, felons, uh, you know, money or whatever. But it's like, this is all to suppress the vote. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I just, I mean, it's just like, 
what kind of country do we want to live in? It's, you know, it's, it's like, who are these people that are like, ah, yeah, who needs that? You know, it's like, what? Yeah. Well, the, the sad thing is that this, uh, the country's always been like this, just not, it just hasn't been as grotesque, right? There was, there was always, there was always this stench of racism and disenfranchisement in the United States, but, yeah. but there was always, just like, just right beneath that, there was, there was just this sense of America, that we do things differently here, and we have these set of laws, and we have our constitution, and we're going to abide by that. No matter how racist we are, we're still going to hold to who we are as America. But that shit's gone now. Like the whole, whole Republican Party, they're all, they're all in bed with Putin. And Putin has his agenda and what he wants, what he needs us to be and what he wants us to be. And these people, for whatever reason, whether it's for power or for money, they've all latched on to, to Don's you know, man tits. And it was like, yo, we're going we gonna to suckle at this titty and, and we're going to get this money and we're going to get this, this crime shit going. And I don't know how he did it. Like, he doesn't seem, Don does not seem like a person that, uh, that invokes, like, uh, Twitter. Like, what? Twitter. No, no, no. That invokes, he doesn't seem like a person that would, that, that invokes, like, leadership. Like, why, I would never follow him for shit. No, like, how he did it. It's, a, did it's it. a face. It's a face. And he's evil enough to, to enact anything, anybody's fucking horrible plan against the human race or fucking society and he's like oh sure sign me up it makes me more money gets me more famous i do what i want i'm narcissistic that's i mean he's a face he doesn't but, but how to be a leader he, these days you just gotta somebody's just gotta pull the strings if his constituents well if if his right, he froze <laughs> keep getting this this Washington DC money, lobbyist money, then they better toe the line because Donald Trump can can send his Twitter uh, attackers. Yeah, and like like he can he can pretty much tell a governor of a state like like of a red state, hey, if you're not toting the line, my followers won't vote for you. That's true, and that they, that's the money cut off right there. So that's why you have Lindsey Graham saying like, if we nominate Donald Trump, that'll be the end of the Republican Party, and now. Three years later, he's he's uh well, Donald Trump. He's carrying the water too. What, what, what's his what's his uh what's his his rate or his uh, his hooker name? What's his name? Like Madam oh, Lady Lady G. <laughs> Lady G. Lady G. <laughs> oh yeah, Lady right. G. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his love bumps or whatever they're called on his tank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do they call him? No, ladybugs. Ladybugs. Lady so nasty, man. <laughs> he might uh, lose, though. He actually might lose. But so oh, yeah. this goes back to franchising, right? So, so South Carolina, um, they have a requirement for absentee ballots that you have to actually have yeah. a witness sign it. Yeah. And so they had tried to overturn that. The Supreme Court, our Supreme Court, came in and said, no, that's, that's fine. But you think about it, like, you know, a lot of like, so women in bad situations, who are they going to go to? Their husband's like, no, I'm voting for Trump. And they're like, I don't want to vote for Trump. Nobody's going to sign that that be the witness, right? Or people that are like, I didn't know I had to have a witness because who needs a witness when you vote? Yep. So those are going to be thrown out. There's all these different types of situations where, you know, they're suppressing the vote in that way. And it's, and it's legal. Yeah. And that's, that's what's like wild. I can't remember what other state there it is, but there's a, 
there's a, uh, a, a two, so you basically have two envelopes. So you have to seal your ballot in the one security envelope to, and then put it in yeah. the other envelope. And if it's not in the security envelope, they won't count it. Um, they have, yeah, yeah. They have the ID laws in, in Detroit and stuff like that. Or not, I don't know if it's Detroit. I can't remember. I can't remember all. Well, basically, the red states, they have all these voter suppression laws that were that they were able to put in place because the Supreme Court um, locked down, or sorry, they, they, uh, they what was it? They struck down the, um, what's it, the Voting Rights Act. So next, basically, and, and their, the majority decision was that, now that we're in like 2020 or whatever it was, 2016, 2017, like those laws are not necessary anymore because there's no more racism. Basically, that's what they were saying. And well, look at we, look where we are now. Look where we are. It's it's fucking crazy, man. Fucking crazy. Lindsay McConnell, man. Oh my god, god. Well, well you saw, okay, so you saw Lindsey Graham on TV crying about the out campaigning him. They, they hate they hate my guts. <laughs> 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 I need more money. <laughs> <hate> my guts. <laughs> oh man, I hope he loses. And then Mitch McConnell, I think he's still in the in the lead, like by one point, right? Right, Rick? Yeah, he's up below. I mean, McConnell's gonna win that in, yeah. in Kentucky. He's not a great candidate that he's running against to begin with. Mm -hmm. And like she's raised a ton of money because people want to unseat McConnell. <laughs> she's run a pretty garbage campaign. She barely won the primary, actually. So but but um, but uh, Cook Political Report just moved South Carolina Senate seat into toss up. Uh -huh. So Lindsey Graham's running roughly even there. And I mean, nice. to win a South Carolina Tennessee against Graham is, would be a huge deal. So yeah. that's the one I want most. I mean, like McConnell is not going to happen. If there's one senator I want to lose, it's uh, it's McConnell. But then McConnell. for reality, though, it's Lindsey Graham. Like, okay. All right. Well, let's get man. It's gonna be wild. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be sitting around all night stressing about it. Maybe I'll just you know get drunk or something. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but let's let's get to something a little bit more exciting, a little more happy. Lakers up three one, boy. Shit, Garcia. It's like line them up, Garcia. Go shoot them down. <laughs> From the very first episode, I said I am a Clipper fan first, but I did say that LeBron is my favorite player, and that if I'm gonna have to, if I'm gonna have a consolation, it's gonna be yeah. LeBron winning a championship. So right. I mean, and it's we fucking, accept it. I begrudgingly say I'm good with it. <laughs> we accept it. We accept it. Then you good with it? <laughs> <laughs> I could care less. I, I'm I'm ready for the NBA to be finished. <laughs> So I can get back to watching my shows. <laughs> right. I need to watch my show. I need to catch up on a couple. But basically, so they're up 3-1. Um, yeah. Last night's game was rough, man. I thought AD and, and LeBron didn't play very well, even though LeBron ended up having 28-8 and, what, 10 or something like that. That's a LeBron average game when you don't even think he plays well. But they they found a way to to, you know, to take it home and bring it home, and and I'm happy to see that three one because the Heat they're a good team, but they just don't have enough to stay with the Lakers. And after last game, they got a lot of momentum. People are talking all this and the Heat this Heat that. Like I was listening to the Levitar show, and they for probably an hour and a half they were just talking all this Heat shit. And I'm like, bro, watch the next game. I I said Lakers by twenty last night. They won by ten or something like that. But 
But AD and LeBron didn't even play well. KCP basically won that game for them last night. I fell asleep, Sorry, yeah. but like midway through the fourth. <laughs> baseball was, on too, though. There's baseball, there's football, or there's basketball. It, it was it was baseball, but was it like was it like they were down by three or four, and then it free throws made it to ten, or was they legitimately down by ten, like in the middle of? It, it was it was it was like so they it was back and forth. It, it was really close, um, and the Heat were sticking in it. And then basically KCP made a three-pointer that put him up, I think, five. And then some three-pointers came through, and that put him up, like, seven. And then – AD hit a shot. Yeah, AD hit a shot. So it wasn't, it wasn't where the Lakers were dominating them at all. It was okay. just – yeah, it was just an accumulation of points down the stretch where free throws were coming in and, and the Heat just not having the wherewithal to, to make shots when they're open or make shots under pressure. And, and that's – Somebody needs to test AD for some PEDs or something like that because <laughs> well, he's shooting from all over the place. That's because he's a great all player, bro. Like, place. what? What do you expect? You, you put him with Ron, right? right? You put him with the team now because in, in New Orleans he was by himself. So, but see, that's so, uh, all, Garcia. Uh, going into these playoffs, these two men, Avante and Ben, were talking about. Oh, but we don't even know if AD can do this. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how good he is and blah blah blah. blah. It's true because it's like, true. When was but the last he time? It. It, when was the last time we've ever seen AD play like this? Dog, he took he took never. the Pelicans to the second round by himself. Like he's never had he anybody on his team. Like, he wasn't doing this. Yes, he, he's, he's healthy, always done this. He's healthy, you know. He, he, he wasn't. Right? He wasn't. He wasn't stroking five three pointers in a single game. It, he was playing more down low, but we knew he could shoot. Like he, this yeah, is not yeah. to, to me. This is nothing new. Like this is this man is this good. That's why he. That's why. That's why I was trying to tell Nayib to trade that whole damn team to get AD. And he's talking about, nah, I don't want to trade my, my babies and stuff. All that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, Garcia, it's we... It's like fantasy football, right? Like, you trade for the best player. You know, yes. you can have, like, four okay guys, and you're going to have to swap them in and out. Or you can get one stud that's going to be an RB1 or wide receiver one. You start every week. You go for the RB1. Like, that's a, so okay. So we had a we had a, a probably a two week argument in our group chat about this. Nate yeah. was adamant about not wanting to trade uh, Lonzo Ball, um, Ingram, Josh Kuzma, Hart. Josh Hart. He's talking about no, that's my young boys. They're gonna be able to do it, man. We're we're good. Da, 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 da. Don't trade my. And then so yesterday we bring it up. He's like, no, that's not what I said. What I said was I I would I would hope that they don't trade them. But no, this man this man said that there was too much to give up for AD. I'm sitting there like, bro, these guys are fucking sorry. You don't want to give up these four sorry motherfuckers. Like Lonzo Ball sucks. You don't want to give up Lonzo Ball to get the probably the the top a top three player in the NBA. What is your problem? What are you even thinking? And and but now he backtracked on that. Now he's on. He's on, you know, AD bandwagon bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like Le- but- LeBron and AD are so good that Danny Green is playing like trash. <laughs> exactly. And they're the- still blowing teams out. Yep. So Major that was contributing minutes, playing like trash, and they're still they're still in five each and round. Danny, in five. And Danny Green, with when he was with the Spurs and when he was with Toronto last season, he was a, a main reason why they won championships. Danny yeah. Green's a really really good player. And I actually said when they got him in the offseason, I was like, Danny Green's gonna be a big, big piece of this championship puzzle. And he's been terrible. Like, and they're still All winning. All playoffs. All playoffs. And they're still winning because AD and LeBron James. Like, that's the NBA, man. You gotta know the NBA. You can't have four shitty players and, and expect to do some shit and, and wanna keep them over AD. That doesn't make no damn sense. None. You, you know, you know who got it wrong is uh 
Um, I should have been saying what Ned was saying because we got fucking Paul George. He ain't did shit. <laughs> <laughs> we traded everybody. We traded fucking pigs. We traded shy guys. We everybody. I should have been saying that shit. Fucking Paul George ain't did a damn thing. God but that's different, though. But that's different, though, because I think that Paul George trade came out of nowhere. There wasn't any speculation about it, really. And, and Paul George ain't shit compared to AD. Like, I don't even know why you guys did that trade. That was terrible. That was dumb. That was <laughs> Dude, no, we're say, we're saying that we're saying this now with hindsight, but at the time it was like okay. This no, is- remember what we said, Ben? You because you even said, oh, just wait and see when the playoffs come. He ain't gonna do shit. We t- we've been saying that since the beginning, right? We know what Paul yeah. George is. I, said I, I, heard, I heard. Actually, I heard a rumor that he's gonna be going to Brooklyn now. They're gonna trade his ass to Brooklyn. No, <laughs> that's what I heard. yeah, they gonna play with uh, uh KD. You got you got Paul George and Kyrie that locker room. That you know what I think that would work for him though because then he'll be the third fiddle. Like he doesn't have to be the second fiddle. Like all he has to do is play defense. He only have to shoot. Just go play defense, and I think that would work out for him. But imagine being Steve Nash in that environment where they're like, "Yo, we're all these coaches." Kyrie, man, Kyrie, Kyrie is something else. He <laughs> said, so "I don't even think about him as a coach." <laughs> oh man, there'd be no season right now if it were for Kyrie, right? Wasn't he like, "No, we're not gonna play," but then yeah. they're like, "Kyrie, you're hurt. You're not gonna play anyway." <laughs> no, he he was like, "Yeah, this 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 is cool. I want to join in." And they're like, "Only only essential players and coaches are allowed." Okay, now y'all now y'all gotta you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how y'all gotta, yeah, I gotta go home and no, get the no hell bubble, out of here. No bubble. <laughs> no Think bubble about ass. what you guys are doing. Think about what we're trying to accomplish off the court. No bubble. Yeah. Oh, so now you can't be in it. Now you want to. Yeah. Hey, but Lakers and five. I said Lakers and five before the series. Lakers and five. They're about to get their their uh about to get this LeBron championship. Actually, I shouldn't even say Lakers and five. LeBron and five. LeBron yes, about to get yes. his fourth championship. Uh, Lakers don't get no credit for this. This is this is all LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Nah, this is for Kobe, baby. This nah, this is for LeBron, bro. This is for LeBron. Nah, Thank you very nah. much. He's this dedicated is... to Kobe. He dedicated. Nah, Kobe. Everybody's dedicating every goddamn thing 80, to Kobe now. The 80 second point. Right there, baby. Right there, baby. <laughs> the 82nd point on eight minutes and 34 seconds. Like, <laughs> 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 what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I ain't trying to hear that shit no more, man. Fuck out of here. They really are doing it for Kobe. Avante, <laughs> <laughs> um, can you answer a question for me? Yeah, what is the question? Are the Cowboys sorry as fuck or what? Uh, Cowboys. According to our record and how we've been playing, we are sorry as fuck. Is um, <laughs> do we, do I put it on um, through our group chat? What I talked about, our defense is absolutely fucking trash. Yes, we can't stop shit. We can't stop a pass over the middle. We can't stop a pass it outside. We can't fucking adjust quick enough. We are fucking horrible. That's why I'm starting Evan Ingram <laughs> this week in fantasy. Uh, I did. He's been but, sorry too. <laughs> but he's been sorry as fuck too. But he gonna, he gonna get it going against the Cowboys. Trust me. Um, but yeah, man, our our offense. I mean, we stall out at times, but I mean, we 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 can't keep on putting up forty fucking points yeah. every game. Yeah. And losing. Like it, you, you put up forty points in the NFL game, there should be a W in the a W in the column. Yeah. It's a fucking loss every time. It doesn't, it's, it's starting to piss me off, but, yeah, we're trash. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't blame it all on defense. We're a team. Uh, it goes from coaching to fucking everything. And so, yeah, we're trash right now. But, you know, luckily the NFC East is trash, so we're still in it. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dak is putting up historical numbers. The defense yeah. is putting up historically bad numbers. Uh, um, go in the off season after Jason Garrett got fired, we were like, "Yo, yeah, damn. you know, finally got that motherfucker out of town." <laughs> and now, just last week, we like, "Damn, were we wrong? Is, is, is Mike McCarthy worse coach than Jason Garrett? And Jason Garrett is terrible. The clapper and and, and Mike McCarthy coming up in here with a one and three. Um, they can't stop anybody on defense. He, I feel like." I feel like even what they're doing on offense is, you know, is catch up stuff, but they don't, they don't have like a lot of substance in what they're doing. Like they're not using Ezekiel Elliott correctly. Um, they're turning the ball over. That seems like a, that seems like the a product of, of an undisciplined team. I mean, you don't, you don't see the Patriots doing that week in and week out. And Ezekiel Elliott's already had three, sorry, he's had three fumbles, uh, two lost and, um, and that's thrown inopportune picks and stuff like that. I don't know. I just, I don't, I picked, I'm pissed off because I picked the Cowboys to be the number three. So I picked Kansas City coming to season, Kansas City number one, Baltimore Ravens number two, and the Cowboys number three overall. And then now and that is just shit. They're just trash. They're trash. Ben, you yeah. used to be a diehard Cowboys fan. And I know you still watch the games. What's your impression? I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm glad that I follow a new team now. <laughs> so I don't have emotional, you know, stock in the Cowboys. You don't got to get on that narcotic no more. Exactly. But it's just, I don't know. Like like you said, Dak is putting up historical numbers, man. Those, those are phantom numbers. Those are like hollow numbers because they're all in, you know, half of them are in uh, garbage time. Yeah. Against prevent D. So it, to me, it's it's – I just look at Jerry Jones, man. It's just like you, you, yeah. you painted this picture. You gave – I saw a stat on Twitter, 62% of the salary cap is going yeah. to seven players. Yeah. And they're all on offense. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're all, they're all on offense, and one of them is DeMarcus Lawrence is on defense, and he hadn't got any pressures, no sacks, you know, and it's – He's collecting a check. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just – and, they, and, they, and, and none of those seven players, his name is Dak Prescott. No, no, no. And, so, and all, all they're doing now is driving up his price. Exactly. And like, like you said, it like, it's like kind of like the snake eating itself, eating its own tail, where they suck because their defense is hurting bad. So Dak has to put these superhuman you know, efforts just to get them back in the game. And it's only driving up his price, like you said, in the bargaining table at the end of the season. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. So it's shooting themselves in the foot like that. Exactly. Everything that they're doing, everything the Cowboys are doing, uh, are yeah. making it worse for the Cowboys. But we've been doing Cowboys. that for for twenty years now, so you know, <laughs> like we're used to it. Garcia, what do you know about the Cowboys? Uh, well, there's something funny actually. I saw Jason Witten scored a touchdown this weekend. <laughs> you did it. What the fuck? Where the hell did he come from? They, uh, uh, John Gruden signed him because you know John yeah. Gruden. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, what? I can't believe it. Cause I have Waller, by the way, in fantasy, and I see fucking Wit. <laughs> you out of your mind? Like, <laughs> well, Jason, because Jason Wit came back last season, so he played for the Cowboys last season, and the Cowboys like, all right, this dude trash. We need to get his ass out of here. 
And then John Gruden. Was that last season? Was that two no, the season came before. Back. Yeah. Because yeah. oh people were clowning his ass because he was terrible. So he's like, let me go back. Yeah, put these, yeah. Let me go suffer concussions real quick because I'm not good in the booth. <laughs> I'd much rather see him swipe a touchdown or two for me than have to listen to him for 17 weeks. I don't know how they still have this man on the field, man. He's so old, slow as hell. He runs one route. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right, boys. Uh, Thank you so much, man. We, I was, I was worried about getting this weekend. Uh, Garcia, thank you for filling in for us. Uh, you know, Ben, Avante, thanks for always being the rocks and being there, except for when Avante dipped out on us because the Clippers lost. That's, that's <laughs> the only work. time. Garcia, this man went AWOL. The Clippers, we were supposed to we were supposed to record the same night the Clippers lost game seven. And, and then uh, this man went AWOL. He's like, hey, you got ready to go on? <laughs> Reason, though, that's a good reason. I'll give him that. I'll give you that. So you can go AWOL. The Dodgers lose game seven, right? No, so you're not. Know, you know. He didn't even. Oh, hey, Rick, are you watching Dodgers Padres or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dodgers are going to. That's not going to be a series. No, it's not. When's that start? I wish it would uh, be a series. at 9.30, I think. Okay. But the debate's at 9. So the debate is uh don't, don't forget the debate tonight, the VP. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the Braves, the Braves are up 2-0, you know, third third shutout in a row, you know what I'm saying? That's just what we do, you know. Or the, what Did they, they win do. today? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot yeah. you were a Braves fan. Hey, baby. Hey, what's up? Ronald Acuna, dog. You Man, you ain't said nothing about the Braves in about seven years, boy. Because you, you guys don't even like baseball. What, what do I need to say something to you guys for? He what? is. He what is. About? Man, I love hunky ball, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that, Rick, that Ricky Schroeder shit? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, man. Love you guys. Which one is this, uh, Ben? Love you, too. Which one is this? This is Zara. Zara. Bye, Zara. Love you. All right. Z, hey, Garcia for president in 2030. Hey, Garcia. Uh, I don't know. The tapes, though. The tapes will get out. That's the end of it. access Hollywood tapes. All right. All right, All right guys. You guys have a good night. Have fun with the debates, baseball, all that stuff. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Later. Bye, guys. Thank you.